Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you and I hope you enjoy this episode. Fantastic. If you've got your Bibles, open with me to Proverbs 22. And if you don't, didn't bring your Bible to church today, that's between you and God. You and Him can work that out later. Nah, it's okay. We, we'll have it behind me on our very cool screen, our Narnia screen that we have. Feel like I'm in the forest, you know, when this is all happening. It's amazing. Our team is incredible. The stuff that they come up with is just beautiful. Awesome. Proverbs 22, verse 28 says this Do not move the ancient landmark that your fathers set. Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings, he will not stand before obscure men. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word today. Father, we thank you that your word is our high water mark. Father, it's our standard. But more than just a book of rules or words on a page, God, it speaks life into us. And so, God, I just pray right now that you would speak through your word, that you would build through your word, that you would grow us through your word. That Holy Spirit, you would come and literally minister the words to us, to our soul, to our spirit, that we would leave here different, God. Father, I pray that we would leave this place with a new revelation, with a deepening revelation. God, with something new. And I pray that over every single person that's here today, including the kids, in Jesus' name. And we all say it together. Amen. The title of the message today is My Life's Work. Come on, write that down. My life's work. Last week, I actually wanted to preach about this. And I was going to speak about work today, last week, but the Holy Spirit reminded me that that's not where we start. We start with rest. So I spoke about rest last week because we start from rest. We don't work to rest. Um, and so God got a hold of me and we changed it around. Sometimes he and I, you know, we work together like that and it's usually him telling me what to do. And uh, so here we are. But Exodus 20 last week in verse 8, we read it. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Verse 9, it says, Six days you shall labor and do all your work. It was 1996. And I got my first real job. My first real job. I wandered up to the local shops where I lived, and around 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Chelso's Pizzeria in Hunters Hill in Sydney was opening. And I knocked on the door, went in there, 13-year-old kid, you know, my knees are all wobbling and I'm shaking, and I had my first job interview over the gelato counter with the boss. It's this New Zealand guy, it's a little crazy, but for some reason he... I think he just liked the fact I walked in off the street and asked for a job. It's 13 years of age and I got my big opportunity to clean the dishes in the kitchen. I got my apron, 
remember going up there all by myself, going to work that first night, probably didn't do anything useful at all that night. But at the end of the shift, around 10 o'clock, I think I started around 5, 5.30, something like that. 10 o'clock as I'm leaving, he hands me 50 bucks cash. And I'm thinking, this is awesome. God is good. And I remember just getting that, and then I worked there once a week, and quickly that turned into twice a week, and then that turned into three nights a week, and at that point, my mom said, that's enough. You're 13. You've got to go to school. You've got other things going on in your life. Don't get ahead of yourself. She used to say that to me a lot. Don't get ahead of yourself. But I remember just thinking, this is awesome. I love that job. And I must have been doing well because at one point, the boss said to me, he said, hey, Maddie, what's your favorite dish? And I was like, you know, of all the dishes, I really like the penne arrabbiata. And he said, okay. And then from then on, he left like a little bit in the pan for me and I would just grab it, two fingers. <laughs> it was like my version of a promotion as a 13-year-old kid, you know. My version of a bonus at that age. But I had lots of different jobs. That was where I started. There I went on. And then I remember being about 16, 17, and I was a lifeguard. And then after that, I was actually a surf instructor. I literally used to teach kids how to body surf in Australia. Um, my tan was really good in those years. Um, I used to get paid $20 an hour literally to teach kids how to surf. And, uh, and after that, then I did a few other jobs. When I was in college at business school, um, I renovated bathrooms in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. It was probably the worst job I've ever had in my life because there were no elevators in those old buildings. It was two five-gallon buckets taking debris downstairs. And I remember chiseling tile off the walls, was going into my arms. It was just the worst job. But I had that job and then I went on and, then I, and I got into the, the business world and I worked as a recruitment consultant, and then I worked in the financial industry, and then I worked lots and lots and lots of different jobs. But here's the point. I see now that God was working in every single one of them. And today, I want to talk about work. I want to talk about my life's work, and I want to talk about your life's work. What is work? The biblical definition of work is kind of got two arms to it. On the one side, there's stewardship, and on the other side, there's reward. So there's a sense with work that when we work, we're actually stewarding what God has given us and making it better and looking after it and doing it for Him. So that's one side to work, where stewards on the other side is reward. So there's an exchange. What you put in, you get something back. What you do, there's something that comes back to you. When you work, you get paid, and that's a good thing. There's an exchange, there's a transfer that happens when I work. The Bible says a lot about work. But I wonder today if you've ever thought about what you do as something that's eternal. That your work, your everyday life, your nine to five, your job, whatever it looks like, whatever you do is actually greater than what's just in front of you that day and gone. That it's actually something eternal that God uses for His glory, that there's meaning beyond what you see. If you're young today and you haven't stepped into this yet, this is a great message for you today because there's a lot of truth when it comes to God's Word and our work. 
Let me show you a few verses, Colossians 3 and verse 23. By the way, there's hundreds and hundreds of verses in the Bible about work. Okay, but here's just a few. Uh, Colossians 3 and verse 23. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive. There they are, two things, the stewardship and the reward. You will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. 2 Thessalonians 3. These guys seem to have a bit of a problem with laziness. So the Apostle Paul talks a lot to the Thessalonians about work. But look at this one in uh, chapter 3 and verse 10. He says, For even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Pretty severe. But he says, For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. 2 Timothy 4 the Apostle Paul says to his young charge, he says, As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Here's an Old Testament verse, Psalm 90 and verse 17 says, Let the favor of the Lord, our God, be upon us. Look at this. And establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. I want to talk about work today. Point number one, write this down. Work is good. Work is a good thing. So much of what we, we have as believers originates all the way back in the beginning of our Bibles in Genesis. We talked about it last week, that God has established a rhythm, that He's created. God created everything. God is the great creator, the initiator of everything. And it says that God then rested. And from that place, then we, we also take up our rest and we begin our lives. But it's the same with work. We see the origins in the garden as well. We see this good thing called work. It's, this, it's in Genesis 2 and verse 15. After he's God's created, after God's worked, look at what it says. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Now, I'm going to say something that might, might shock you, okay? So be ready. God never intended for you to retire from work. I know. Some of you are like, you're about to mess up my plans. <laughs> Stay with me. God has always got work for you to do. It doesn't matter what age you are. Quick little study on this. Um, around the age of, around 1900, the global life expectancy, check this out, was 37 years. Some of you are like, what did you just say? 37 years around 1900. And around that time, there was a German chancellor who had a problem with a lot of young, unemployed people in that nation, created a system to help uh, older people go into a, a, a section of society, essentially, that would be paid a mechanism for them to leave work to make room for the younger people to get work. And this system was created called retirement. And now it's a modern day thing, but it really hasn't been around that long. I'm not saying that retirement planning or planning for the next season or planning for seasons ahead is a bad thing. I think it's a very good thing. It's wise. It's good stewardship. But there's something about work that God doesn't want you to retire from meaningful work. God wants you to continue on to serve and to build and to grow and to be useful 
in your life. And if we're not careful, we can get into this mentality where it's just like, I'm only going to work for this period of time and then I'm going to stop work. No, 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 God's got more for you to do. And it's an amazing thing when we get our revelation from Him. Work is good because number, you know, I said work is good, but, but, but I'd love you to check this out. Work helps me unlock my God-given purpose. This is the truth about work today. There is, work is good because it helps me unlock my purpose in life. God has meaningful work for you to do. Not mundane work, meaningful work. You know that song? Everybody's working for the weekend. Not according to the scripture. And if we're not careful, we can get into this mentality, this cycle where it's like, I just work for a paycheck and the weekend. But God's got so much more than that. That's mundane. God's got meaningful for you as well. And work, it actually unlocks our purpose. And it helps us have a healthy approach to work. I think about even just work and rest. How much better is rest when we've had a good day's work? How much better is, is the rest of our lives when we actually see that we've worked and we've built something, and we've completed something so much attached to work. Work brings good things into my life. I would go so far as to say work brings God things into my life. Let me show you a scripture, Proverbs 12 and verse 11. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks Sense. See, the thing about work is it's attached to your destiny. It's attached to, to the spiritual promises of your life. And as you endeavor, as you go out, as you work, as you go forth and, and do, what happens is, is there's purpose unlocked and there's destiny that's, that, that comes into play and you start to achieve things. You know, we, we, we sometimes separate God from all of this stuff, but you know that in your brain, there's actually a chemical that's released when you accomplish tasks. When you achieve goals, God has wired you that as you work, as you achieve, as you grow, as you get better, He literally has a chemical designed in your brain to release into your body so you're like, this is good. It's the design that God has given us and our work is attached to it. And there's this huge shift that's happening right now in our society they're calling it the great flight from work or the great resignation right now. I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's basically like people aren't working. I was literally talking to a guy yesterday and he works for a big company, influential company. And he said there is an actual revolt happening in our company right now because people won't come back to work one day a week. And he's just like, we're trying everything we can. He's a, he's a senior director and he's just like, man, we're just, we're trying all, we're pulling out all stops to get people back to work. But the most alarming out of this, as I was doing the study, was it's most evident among men of prime working age. Between 25 and 55, today over 7 million of these men of prime working age are either, either um, not working and not looking for work. And what some of these studies, they've been doing um, time use surveys. And some of these men who are not in work showed the grim self-portrait they reveal of, 
of this. They're saying that they've checked out from civil society, largely disengaged from family care, housework, sitting in front of screens as if they were in a full-time job. Habits that are increasing the risk of the, the person falling a victim to the deaths of despair. See, I see that, I'm just like, that, that, the, 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 them not showing up to work, that's a surface level thing. The issue is there's a, la- there's a lack of purpose. There's a lack of purpose, there's a lack of an understanding that through work I actually discover my purpose. That work is actually good. So number one, work is good. Number two, work is good for me. Work is good for me. It says, do you see a man skillful in his work? Look at this. He will stand before kings. I don't know about you, that sounds pretty awesome. He will stand before kings. See, the the, the Bible warns of, of what happens to us if we don't work. Let me show you one example. It's Proverbs 6. I remember the first time I read this scripture, it freaked me out. I was like, I'm going to work. Look at this. It says, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber, and want like an armed man. I love the way that Eugene Peterson wrote it in the message. He says, a nap here, a nap there. I love naps. Just don't over nap. Says a day off here, a day off there. Sit back, take it easy. Do you know what comes next? Just this. You can look forward to a dirt poor life. Poverty, your permanent house guest. Think I've made my point. Work is good. And work is good for me. I need something to do. You need something to do. But God has got so much more than just something to do for you. He's got something that you're really good at for you to do. And as you work, you begin to discover that. I mean, I loved my job at Chelsea's Pizzeria in Hunters Hill, Sydney when I was 13. Praise God, I'm not still there. (laughs) I've had a lot of jobs between there and now. And it was a process of discovery, of refinement. Come on, somebody. It was a process of me figuring out my purpose in life. Imagine if I showed up here at age 13 being like, yeah, I'm ready to preach. Show me where the pulpit's at. I'll take me right there. Run me out of this place. But it's that process that work is good for me. And as I step into it, you take one step at a time, one job at a time. I remember I did a settlements job at Citibank, way in the back office. Like no one was back there except me. And I remember just being like, God, why am I here? I, I can't do this. I'm not good at this. But he was showing me things. He was building perseverance and character and resilience and faithfulness and grace into my life. And I just want to encourage you today. Don't see work as a bad thing. See it as a good thing. See it as a positive thing. Work is good for me. That's why I believe God He actually put Adam into the garden so he could work with him. Because there's a partnership. When you go off to your job every day, you don't go off alone. 
You go with God, you go with the Holy Spirit with you and he goes into that boardroom. He goes into that job site. He goes into that school zone. He goes wherever you go. You don't go there alone. That's why work is so good. Because God is there as well. Work brings good things into my life. I just wrote a few down. The blessing of provision. The blessing of purpose. The blessing of satisfaction. The blessing of fulfillment. Here's one. The blessing of completion. I never realized how much of a blessing there is when you complete something. But you actually finish it in Jesus' name. But think about this. You've been given the ability and the power to work. It's a gift from God. Think about it. You've, got, you've been given the ability, the ability to get up and go to work. And then you've not only been given the ability to get up and go, you've been given the ability to have the energy to stay there for the day. That's a gift from God. Someone just like, man, I'm just, I'm grinding it out. Nope. God gave you the energy to grind it out. That's the power of work is that we see what God is doing. He gives you the ability to think, the ability to create. I love working with people now. I never understood this, but I love collaborative effort because I love hearing people's perspectives. Sitting down with someone recently and they're just brilliant at what they do. And I sat down, I was like, what do you think? Show me what you see. Because I know that you see something different to what I see. And it's through that process of work, it means we can get better. But I promise if I was able to sit down with you for five minutes, just five minutes, we'd be able to uncover very quickly what it is you're good at. And here's the power of that is that as you discover what you're good at, your purpose is unlocked. And here's the truth today. You can do things better than I could ever do them. And I could do maybe something that you can't do. And together we can, we can actually make a real difference in our city, in our region, in our nation today. If we understood this, that this is the power of God working in our lives. Because here's the truth today. If you're a good builder, we need you to build. If you're here today, you're a good teacher, we need you to teach. If you're in here today and you're like, I'm a good engineer, I'm just really good at putting things together, we need you to design and engineer and make and create because together, man, things can change. And that's the power of work in our lives. There's something that you are really good at. And it's through work you discover what it is. It's through the God-given work that comes in your life. See, a great work ethic at the very basic level will bless your family. At the very basic level it will open up doors of opportunity. You know, faithfulness is just a mirror to God. You know, showing up every single day for a job is exactly the same mirror as the way God shows up every day into our lives. He doesn't wake up on a Tuesday and just be like, you know what, Maddie, I can't, I can't make it today. I'm, I'm, you know, it's been a rough few days. And, and, and I get, I get the, the ridiculousness of the contrast, but just be with me for a second. When I show up for work, it's just like God showing up in my life. It's consistent. It's faithful. Builds into me. It helps me in so many different ways. So number one, work is good. Number one, number two, work is good for me. Number three, work is holy because my work is now holy work. If you're a believer in Jesus, 
This is what Paul was getting at to the Thessalonians. If you're a believer in Jesus, what you do matters a whole lot because it says a whole lot about the Savior you have, about the God you serve, about the person you follow. You know that our God reveals Himself in Scripture with occupations. I've just listed a few of them. You know, He's a gardener. That's Genesis 2. He's a shepherd. That's Psalm 23. He's a potter. A physician in Matthew 8. A teacher in Psalm 143. A vine dresser in Isaiah 5. A metal worker in Malachi. See, God is the great initiator of work in our lives. All we do is respond to what He has already done. But work is the way that I show love for God. Work is the way that I honor God. Work is the, one of the primary ways that I show the world I'm a Jesus follower. That's why your work matters. And this is what happens when we approach work in a healthy way. It no longer, no longer becomes my work. It becomes His work. Works. Offered over to God. That's why when you make a coffee for someone in your office on a Tuesday morning, you're being a blessing to them and it's showing them something about who you know. And there's power to work in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me? I want to pray over your work. Whatever you do, wherever you go during the week, whatever it looks like for you, and if you stay at home and you look after those kids, can I just encourage you, you are working And I'm going to pray for you. And if you're in here today and you maybe just recently stepped out to start a business, I want to pray for your business to be a blessing, a place of work for other people to come and get this revelation. I want to pray for you today if maybe you're in the, the season that I talked about that, you know, occupational work isn't a thing for you right now. You're in that age. I just want to encourage you that God's not done with you, that He has purpose for your life. That there's great things that he has attached and he's got meaningful things for you to go and do. So would you bow your heads right now? Let me pray over you. God, I just thank you for everyone that's here. And Father, I just ask in the name of Jesus that you would bless the work of our lives. God, I thank you that you're not done with anyone in here today. That you've got purpose for us all, Lord. That your goodness is with us always. And as we work, we know that we go out and we work with you. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.